Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Real Talk with Adesua, and I am your humble host. Here, we talk about sexual and reproductive health issues that affect young people in Nigeria, in Africa, and we'll be talking about a very important subject this morning. Um, I remember in the last episode of the last season of the podcast, I got a recommendation to do a podcast on family planning and contraception. And I will be doing that today. So just sit back, relax and enjoy. So as a background story, I've had um, experiences with young people who say they don't understand family planning. They don't have any family planning idea presently um, because they're not married. They're not ready to start a family. And those young people who have actually started families are not quite you know, guessing it with regards to family planning. They are unable to plan their family properly and they keep on getting unwanted pregnancies. Uh, Some young people who are sexually active and are in one form of relationship or the other are also victims of unwanted pregnancy, STIs, and abortions. So today I want to bring to our notice the importance of family planning whether or not we are in a relationship, whether or not we're ready to start a family, let's have the knowledge, let's have a plan for the future. So just stick with me. So what's family planning? Family planning is a component of reproductive health that empowers men and women to determine the number and spacing of their children. It includes methods of preventing and regulating conception including fertility awareness methods, artificial contraceptives, education, and counseling. Um, as a young person, as a young you know, student back in school, I got to learn about human anatomy. That was the major I did. And <clears throat> I also had courses in reproduction and endocrinology. There and then I started to think about the future and wonder how all of these family planning methods affect our health. I personally uh, determined in my heart that I wasn't going to go through all the procedures to maintain good health because I felt like I was very sensitive. So with regards to um, contraception, I also thought, you know, I don't think I want to um, use anything that will be sensitive to my body because of the kind of body I have. So growing up, you know, it became clear to me that some form of contraception may have to play a role so that I don't have more children that I planned. But, you know, much more recently, in fact, in the last year, I realized that Many family planning methods are available. Contraception is one of them. So family planning is not centered around contraception. Contraception instead is a part of family planning. And this goes to say that when we talk about family planning, it's a more holistic you know, topic. 
family planning is definitely not contraception. So um, this morning, I'm just going to be enlightening us to see how we can deliberate and make the right decisions, the right family planning decisions for the future. So first and foremost, I will talk about um, something that is very, very, very vital that many of us might have an idea of. And for those that don't, we'll have to learn now. So the idea is that there are natural forms of um, contraception. And when we talk about family planning, and I said family planning is holistic. A method of family planning is contraception. And so choosing um, a family planning method is also very important in the sense that we are now able to understand, get educated, get counsel, see what works for us, you know, and uh, most importantly, communicate your ideas and your plans with your family, with your spouse, you know, with your family. So going on or going forward, I'll be elaborating on the family planning methods natural contraception versus artificial contraception or modern contraception and let's see how we can move forward with this so let me go back a bit i said family planning um is about methods or let's say includes methods of preventing and regulating conception including fertility awareness methods so Fertility awareness methods are natural contraceptives. You know, it's different from artificial contraception, education, and counseling, which are all parts of family planning. So, um, fertility awareness methods for me is can be said to be natural contraception methods. And this is because it doesn't have side effects, it's reliable, and everyone, regardless of age, class, or gender, can play a role in achieving our needs. So when I talk about this fertility awareness, I'm talking about it in a broad concept from the World Youth Alliance advocacy course called Fertility Education and Medical Management. You can Google it. It's called FEM for short, F-E-M-M, Fertility Education and Medical Management. And this um, case or this course enlightens young people about how fertility education is important in achieving your family planning goals without artificial contraception. Or we just little need for artificial contraception, if you like. So, most young people are like, they don't have any plans for their families. What sort of contraception are you going to use? They are not sure yet. But I can tell you for free now that you can decide to help yourself by getting an understanding of fertility education. And then, using it as a family planning method for the future and for now if you already have a family 
So fertility education basically um, talks about getting, for me, it's just getting a glimpse of how your body works and then using it to your advantage, whether or not you want to achieve, achieve pregnancy. You know, just understanding how your body works, understanding your cycle and making informed health and family planning decisions based on that. So we all understand that um, for a woman, we have cycles that are continuous throughout uh, uh, years of fertility from menarche to menopause. And this podcast is very important for men. So I want you to stick with me because family planning does not revolve around women. Women don't plan families on their own. They have spouses and they have children. So it's um, a whole concept for everybody to learn from. So like I said, um, FEM, fertility education, just helps the family to um, learn about the woman's body learn about um, how to track different parts of the cycle of the woman and we understand if we if we understand how the cycle works then it's easy for us to now know when and when not to engage so it's not um it's not a very um complicated concept it's very simple and it's very reliable because once you have a cycle that is regular then you are able to be more in control of your fertility so first and foremost there are two implications of fem fem is fertility education and medical management so i'll just call it fem for the record so there are two applications of FEM. The first application is to monitor your cycle. And the second application is to achieve and avoid pregnancy. So um, the whole idea of FEM is that you are able to understand your cycle and monitor it in the sense that your cycle determines whether or not you are healthy. So when your cycle is regular... It means that you have um, a healthy reproductive system and your fertility, uh, your chances of achieving pregnancy is high, you know. But when you have irregular, irregular cycles, then you need to check in with your doctor. It means that you are having irregular hormonal patterns and there might be an underlying health problem. It might be that you're experiencing abnormality in ovulation uh, you, and it might be as a result of um, poor health outcomes like heart disease or diabetes, you know, and all of this has to be treated, you know, promptly. So monitoring your cycle helps you to recognize these irregularities and present and evidence to your healthcare professionals so they can diagnose and treat any underlying problem so that you don't have complications in the future. So just imagine the relevance of tracking your cycle. It's very, very important for your personal health and well-being. 
And the second thing about firm is being able to make family planning decisions uh, such as achieving and, you know, um, avoiding pregnancy. So you understand that in a marriage, in a relationship, in a family, there are some times or there are some points where you want to get pregnant. And maybe after achieving your goals, you have your children, you want to start avoiding pregnancy. So it's important to understand how to do that without complicating yourself, your life, your body, your future with artificial contraceptives that may most likely not be compatible with you. So just understanding FEM helps you achieve that goal. So I will be talking about FEM in details now, trying to understand your cycle, biomarkers, and how you can truly prevent or achieve pregnancy. Stay with me. Dear men and women, boys and girls, here comes a detailed description of what FEM is um, with regards to family planning methods. So I mentioned earlier that there are two applications of FEM. First is to monitor the cycle, the cycle biomarkers, and second is to achieve and avoid pregnancy. So the first application talks about the cycle of a woman and in a cycle uh, we have three phases we have the follicular phase also known as the pre-ovulatory we have the ovulatory phase and we have the luteal phase also known as the post-ovulatory then we have the menstrual phase so the most important parts are you know the three phases that precedes the period. That's why I didn't put the period of menstruation as an important phase because obviously you know that when you're seeing your period, nothing can happen. That is the end of, you know, the um, production of the egg. So when it comes to biomarkers, I personally think that it's important for every girl to have a calendar maybe on her phone or a physical calendar to actually just track your period. Like tracking your period is very essential. But now when it comes to fertility education, much more important is tracking that phase of your cycle where there are tendencies of achieving pregnancy. So that if you want to achieve pregnancy, you are aware of that window that fertile window that you have. And if you are also trying to avoid pregnancy, you are fully aware that this fertile window, there are some things that you need to do in order to avoid pregnancy. So it's that simple. Now, these um, phases are the ovulatory phases. The ovulatory phase and three days pre-ovulatory phase. So like I said, we have 28-day cycle and the ovulatory um, phase is comes 14 days after your last period. So 14 days after your last period is your ovulatory period. Then 14 days after that 
you see your next period so that makes like 28 days 28 days on an average so it means that even in these phases there are like there's a window period in the sense that your ovulation may happen for one day or two days and you might not really be aware of how to identify it but i'll share something with you that can be a biomarker to help you know exactly when you are ovulating so i said earlier that 14 days like the middle phase is your ovulatory phase and the next 14 days is your period so your fertile window in that case is three days plus your ovulation day so on your calendar you can just tick the 14th day after the onset of your period and then tick three days backwards and you can call it your fertile window so when you mark those days those days are days where if you are trying to achieve pregnancy you engage in the you know in the ways of achieving pregnancy and if you are trying to avoid pregnancy you also then abstain you either abstain for that time or you use a form of artificial contraception that you prefer which does not have like a long-term effect so for instance you can make use of your condoms you can make use of your daily pills or you can just choose the withdrawal method which is also kind of a natural contraception if i would say so these periods you can actually do this to avoid or achieve pregnancy but some people might be like if i don't have a calendar how do i track the biomarkers and all that and all that there's an important biomarker that every woman has which is seen in uh changes in cervical mucus and this is an entirely reliable biomarker because when after your periods there is a consistency in your cervical mucus that is being secreted every day then when you are getting towards your ovulatory phase the consistency of the mucus becomes clearer than usual so it's usually milkish uh let's say off whites in color but during your ovulation it is transparent it is more how like the thickness reduces so you know that okay this is a biomarker that i'm in my ovulatory phase somehow i'm around here and then post ovulatory or luteal phase it becomes even thicker again so there are some hormonal you know correspondence with that reality that i don't want to dive into but the most important thing is understanding these biomarkers your cervical mucus can actually help you track your fertile window and just keeping a calendar can do the trick as well really now i forgot to mention that during your ovulation i put in three days before as you know part of your fertile window it means that if you are trying to avoid pregnancy you abstain or you use contraception and if you are trying to achieve pregnancy you engage i said i mentioned that three days because of the potency of 
sperm to be alive in the cervix and the uterus of the woman. So the sperm has potency to remain, you know, alive. I don't know any other word to use. Even after one day, two days, and the third day, they can still, you know, find their way through to fertilize the egg when it eventually gets to the place of fertilization, which is in the ampulla of the fallopian tube. So even when you engage, you know, the three days in the three days before your regular ovulation phase, you can still achieve pregnancy. So that's the reason. So even though the egg gets there on the ovulation day, there might still be sperm inside that can travel and keep, you know, waiting for the egg to get there. So that's why the fertile window is like four days. You can even make it five just to be sure. So that's like basically it. So for FEM, you're able to achieve your goals and live a healthy life without meddling with artificial contraceptions that can be, you know, that can have side effects that may be depriving or may enhance some things that you don't want in your body. So, yeah. So, as I wrap up on the podcast, I want everyone listening to know that you can make family planning decisions that are healthy, safe and reliable and fertility education and medical management is one of such like it's really important that we make quality decisions that will enhance our health and enhance you know our families as well i don't want to experience situations where young people are just getting unwanted pregnancies they're having children that are not properly spaced and and they're doing all of this because of lack of information so i'm putting this out there and i'm hoping that we take time out to really listen and learn and also share like i feel like we need to spread the message that will help many other young people also make quality choices based off of this information so please like leave a comment if you have a suggestion or a recommendation please do leave it here this is what i think will work for you know every person you don't have to spend money you don't have to go through procedures you don't have to do all that you only need to understand your body and i believe that many of us are now more informed and can be able to educate other people in our families if you have family members who are having like are struggling with making family planning choices you can spread the message to them help them you know show them the way that they can go and also just be part of you know spreading the word So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next podcast. Do have a nice day. Mm